Hey everyone, this is Stefan in the Life of Sir. Hope you guys are all having a good evening or whatever time you're listening in. It is currently February 6, 2021. Um, happy Black History Month. Thank you, thank you. As a black man, very happy and very proud of this month. Let's not forget that black lives definitely matter, always have and always will. I'm not gonna really get too much into you know my week because the week was pretty short um a couple of my friends came over and that was basically the highlight of it um but i've really been having a kind of personal problem i want to talk about what it's like being transgender in today's society now don't get me wrong I'm very grateful that I'm here and I found myself and I'm able to transition. I am currently on hormones, but sometimes it gets annoying, like not having the surgeries that I want. Now I'm gonna tell a backstory of when I found out that I was trans. I was 10 years old to be exact. Something always resonated in my mind that I wasn't a female, like I, preferred Legos and I like to play outside in the dirt and all that. But I remember when my clothes were being washed by my mom and I didn't have any extra clothes to wear. So she gave me a pair of my little brother's basketball shorts. And I remember just thinking like, I'm never gonna give these back. Cause when I put them on, I just felt like they fit me so much. Like this is, this is what I need to wear. But 10-year-old me at the time was like, okay, I can't wear this because this is male clothing. So, of course, I had to give the pants back or the shorts. But I do remember on my birthday, my mom had bought me and my sister matching dresses. And this was when I had came out as lesbian, but I knew that I actually wanted to come out as trans. I put the dress on and I instantly felt uncomfortable. And I just remember coming back out the room with the dress in my hand and telling my mom, look, I don't want to wear this and I'm not going to wear this. And I just don't feel comfortable wearing these clothes because I'm a lesbian. But in my head, I just wanted to be like, you know, I'm trans. Like, I want to come out. But I didn't know the meaning of trans. So it's not that I could just come out and say, yeah, I'm trans. I didn't even know that being transgender existed up until I was maybe 14. Um... I feel like me coming out as trans really saved my life in a sense because I used to be very unhappy and uncomfortable in myself. But once I came out and I was able to transition and live my life the way that it needed to be lived, I just felt like nothing could ever stop me from being happy. But that's up until I realized like the discrimination that us as transgender individuals get. Um, I remember going to school and not wanting to use the bathroom and not using the bathroom all day, even when I had to, because it's either like, if I go into the women's room, I look too much like a guy. But if I go into the men's room, it's pretty obvious that I was born a female. And that will result in discrimination and probably violence. So I avoided bathrooms. I avoid bathrooms still, even in public, just because I feel very uncomfortable using the bathroom because I don't want to get hate crimed. And that's the sad truth of being trans. And people will say, oh, well, being transgender is a choice. But it's not really a choice because who would choose to 
want to have that fear of waking up and walking outside and just being killed just because of the fact that you're trans. Like, there's so many hate crimes towards transgender individuals. Like, not saying that there's not hate crimes towards, like, anybody, but transgender individuals get a lot of hate and a lot of discrimination, and there's been a case of a lot of murders towards trans women and men in today's society simply because of the fact that they're trans and they're living the lives that they want. And that's just the one part that I hate about being trans. Though I haven't been hate-crimed, I have been discriminated against. Um, There was a time where my school had a senior pinning, which is where you get this pin and it just guarantees your graduation. And this was before coronavirus, so of course we were all going. Um, I requested to be called and referred to as Stefan, um, and they referred to me as my dead name. And that resulted in me, of course, taking matters into my own hands, meeting with the superintendent and the principal of the school, just so I can be referred to as Stefan on my graduation night. It was humiliating because I was like, I am and was very openly transgender. And having that name being said in a moment where I was supposed to be happy, it just really killed it for me. It was very, it was very hurtful. Like, of course, no hate towards my high school. Love you guys because they eventually came around and understood my circumstance and situation. But my home thing is being trans, it's like, like I would describe it as like waking up every day and avoiding the mirror because you just don't want to look in the mirror and have that voice in your head tell you about everything that's wrong with you. Like me, me as a trans guy, um, I just find it hard for me to look at myself and see all the masculine features that I have. I feel like the only thing that's really noticeable is just the fact that my voice is deep now because of the hormones that I've been taking for about a year and seven months now. Um, being trans is arguing with your insurance over your testosterone costs because it costs an arm and a leg just to get testosterone. Um, being trans is waking up and not even getting out of bed in the morning just because you just don't feel up to having everyone stare at you when you walk out of your dorm or you walk out of your house or wherever you're walking out of. It's holding your, your urine or whatever in public because you just don't want to go in the bathroom because you're not comfortable and you don't want to get hate crime. It's the sad truth. And I just feel like there should be more awareness towards transgender individuals who do experience the things that a lot of people in this world don't experience, which is why it confuses me. Like, why are people transphobic? Why are people homophobic? If it's not your life choice, then why are you so offended by the way people live their lives? And, you know, I've said this for a while, you know, I don't care about everyone's opinion and I don't care about everyone's opinion, but it would be nice to not hear everyone's opinion in my ear all the time where I'm just here living my own life. Um, but that's half the reason why I chose to go to Oakley University, as um, some people might know. Oakley University is one of the number one LGBTQ-friendly schools in Michigan. Um, they were really good with my housing. They gave me roommates who were also transgender. They moved out, so now I'm living on my own. But um, they refer to me as Stefan and all my work. Um, on my ID, it has Stefan on them. They're just very comfortable and open and loving towards the LGBTQ community. 
And I think that just makes me feel comfortable going here and being here. Although I don't plan on staying on campus next year, I feel like it was an experience and it was a good experience. I can't complain about anything. There wasn't any second glances at me. I just feel like I was normal walking out of my dorm and and going places. It was just comfortable, like knowing that there's other people who are just like me here. And even if it wasn't no one that was like me, they were still open and friendly and, you know, accepting with open arms. They, they're very understanding of people's situations, even though it might like, be their situation, they understand other situations. And I think that that is a good thing. I think it's one of the best things to come across now, especially in Michigan, you know, coming across a good school that's LGBT friendly and has a good education system. That's just hard to come around and come across being a transgender in today's society. Um, yeah, lately I've just been having a very hard time coping with the fact that I don't have the surgeries that I want. And I just think I want to speak out on that personally. Um, I've been kind of working on getting top surgery for a while now, but it's very expensive. And I'm not saying this as like a cry for help or anything. I'm just saying this just to get it off my chest that, you know, it's hard waking up in the morning and having to put on a chest binder, which is basically like a compression sports bra that compresses your chest, but still not feeling like masculine enough to walk out of the door. Like, I don't feel comfortable wearing t-shirts, so I'm always wearing a hoodie, even in the hottest conditions. But I know that maybe one day I'll be able to afford top surgery. It's just that thought that lingers in my head, and it's been lingering a lot lately. Like, why don't I have it now? You know, seeing all my, um, like, trans mutuals on Facebook, because I have a lot of other people who are transgender on my Facebook page, which I will link in the description if you guys want to add me. Um... And I just see them getting top surgery. It's not that I'm not happy for them because I am. It's just like, you know, I wish that was me sometimes. I wish that was me all the time. I wish it was me today. But like I said, one day I'll be able to afford it and get top surgery and it won't be that hard. And I just know that if I keep pushing, I'll be okay. But alongside of that, you know, we're just going to talk about my assignment, which I got last week. Um, I started doing research already. As some people know, I put out a survey on my social media platforms and it was on how journaling can help benefit mental health. Now, mental health is something that I'm very familiar with. My brother is one of the main people who suffers with a variety of mental illnesses along with myself. And I think that mental health really like resonates with my heart. I just, I really think that it should be like recognized more, like the struggles that people go through. Now I'm gonna be open and honest. I suffer from PTSD and depression and I suffer from gender dysphoria, which is basically me being trans. Um, I found it hard to deal with at first, but I just don't, like I don't, like, I don't like modern medicine. I was um, recommended to take antidepressants, and I just don't think that they benefit me, so I have not tried taking them. I found other ways to cope, and one of those ways has to be journaling. And I think that journaling and mental health is something that just isn't talked about much. A lot of people just don't like opening up about what's wrong with them. 
And that's completely fine. You know, don't let anyone make you feel like you have to open up about what's going on in your head or what's going on with you. Because if you're not comfortable opening up, you don't have to. And that just goes along the lines of, like, having other reasons to, you know, cope. Like, other ways. Like, I would sometimes draw back when I was drawing a lot. I video game now and I write when I have something going on. And I just feel like it's really helped me. Like, I um, I have a serious anger problem sometimes. Like, I let things build up and I don't let it out. And I think that just caused me to get angry. And I just found that journaling really helps me to visually see what is wrong with me and get those thoughts onto paper rather than taking them out physically. Um. So, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and say that I am going to be writing a research essay and that is going to be on how journaling can help you cope with mental health, rather that be anxiety, depression, PTSD, ODD, ADHD, or anything of that nature. Um, more than likely, I'll probably make another survey. The last one was anonymous, and this one will be anonymous as well. Um, but yeah, I realized that most of the students in my class have also had something that resonated towards mental health. We got to choose our own topic, of course. But I just think that the fact that us as like general, um, not general, but Gen Z, you know, we're all like going through something now with this coronavirus pandemic and us being college students, I just feel like mental health is something that's not talked about. You know, like that drastic change from seeing everybody in person every day to just going strictly online. It's not the college experience that a lot of people wanted. And, you know, there's it's not like we can control that. But I just feel like mental health is something that's not talked about, especially when it comes to like our professors putting tons of work on us and not really thinking that we're going through something individually. Like last semester, um, I lost my grandma in October and my grades dropped drastically just because of that. Like I didn't have the time to grieve. So I just stopped doing anything. I rarely went to class after and it was just very hard for me. And a few of my professors were kind of held it against me, but I'm just like trying to express that I'm going through something. Like I lost my grandma and I mean, a few were understanding, but a few just didn't really care. They still like, yeah, you have these two, you have this two, blah, blah, blah. but it's it's hard, you know. It's hard to get up and turn something and open a computer at that. Like that's just so depressing, in my opinion. Like opening up a computer and having to do your work from there, and I just feel like holding that, like holding that against someone, especially when they're going through a grieving process. That's just something that's like not okay like i understand that everyone else is going through something like mentally and i feel like coronavirus and the whole pandemic is affecting everyone differently but i feel like we all feel some type of sadness when it comes to it you know and i just feel like that should be recognized not just because oh someone loses someone to a death i just think that it should be recognized in general it's not something that should be brushed over someone's shoulders and yeah, when I lost my grandma and I was grieving, I just turned to writing. I always wrote, but this is when I wrote the most when I lost my grandma. And I think that just shows that, like, you know, it really helped me get through it. Like, although it was a tough process, 
like writing like and seeing like visually seeing my emotions on paper really helped me to find ways to cope with them and you know my research has shown that i'm not the only one that feels that way you know even though it's not like a complete you know like replacement of literal therapy it is a big help and this assignment is due on the 13th, I believe. That is what my professor had said yesterday, February 13th, so next Saturday. And um, I personally think that this is something that I really enjoy researching about. And researching in general, it's very enjoyable for me because I want to be a journalist and I want to be in the researching and writing department of it. So, uh, yeah, I think this is good practice, and I think it's a good, you know, topic to be researching right now with everything that's going on. And not a lot of people are used to having, like, virtual therapy or talking about their problems with people around them. I think that journaling is something that is very helpful and that can be used by anyone on any occasion, not just, not even, just not even mental health, like, like you can write about new transitions in life, like say you just got married or you just broken up with someone or, you know, transitioning or moving, anything of that sort, big life changes, you can write about it. If it's something that's sudden, you can write about it. Like journaling is always going to be there for you. You know, therapy consists of like appointments and you talk to this person for like an hour or two, but journaling, you can just turn right around and there's a notebook right there or a journal right there you can just simply write in it and you can write as long as you want as long as you need and i just think that that is the the beauty of it all you know being able to open that book whenever you need it and grab that pen or pencil or whatever you want to write with and that's just something that you know works and yeah that's the reason why i chose that research topic now resonating with mental health and me being transgender um i'm not gonna say i've been having the easiest time with my mental health recently but it'll it'll be it'll get there and i think that everyone that's going through something mentally i think that you know my advice to you even though i have some nerve giving advice when i'm going through something but this isn't the first time you know i feel like you can get through whatever you put your mind to. And I think that that's, you know, something that you should really live by. I always live by the same motivation is key and never give up on what you believe in. And that's just, you know, something that's actually helped me get around these days. There's actually a picture that I have and it's two dinosaurs, kind of animated picture, kind of cute. But one of the dinosaurs is speaking to the other and he's saying, you know, you're overthinking. And that helps me a lot because it's like, you're right. I am overthinking and maybe I need to work on it. And maybe I need to stop overthinking so much. And you know, a lot of people I know, they're probably feeling like they're stuck in the same place in life right now. And that's okay to feel that way. You know, it's very okay to feel that way that you do. And that's just because, you know, life is very unpredictable, especially us, like, first transitioning into adulthood. A lot of people aren't prepared for that. Like, I can say that I wasn't prepared for adulthood, and I'm still not prepared. I feel like life just takes time to get used to, and everyone's life is different. So you really can't compare your life to whoever else is going and living the way that they're living and going. You just have to really 
set goals and guide yourself in whatever direction you want to be in. Because if you want something, you will put your mind to it and you will get there. Um, I'm not going to ramble too long, but, you know, I'm just going to sit here and say that that's all tonight. Um, I just wanted to be open and honest with you guys about how I feel being transgender. And I wanted to open up more about mental health and awareness of it. And um, once I turn in that assignment and get a grade on it, I will let you guys know how that works out. Um, as always, I hope you guys all had a good week. Um, tune in every Saturday at 8. My apologies about last week. There was a lot of college work that I had to get together. I didn't have time for podcasting. But, you know, that's okay. I'm back. Um, Social medias will be down below if you want to follow and interact with me. Thank you all for listening to The Life of Sir. And I will be here next Saturday for you guys to tune in. And for you all that are tuning in now, and you guys are new, make sure to listen to my introduction, which is also on my anchor. It's called Introduction to Sir. Um, I'm saying this for the last time. Thank you all for tuning in, and I will talk to you all next Saturday.